Well, Karina, here we are, on top of the frozen peaks of Mount Craggle, fighting past blizzards and yetis and swarms of fucking ice wrafts, which, man, oh god, fucking ice wraiths. You know what I'm talking about, right? Fuck. Yeah, man, fucking ice wraiths. Fucking ice wraiths, pain in the ass. Anyway, but we're fighting all that to bring you, the listener, another exciting episode of Mandatory Side Quest. Sorry I laughed because I said it was exciting. <laughs> Uh, oh, what? This is just a reset. You, you, you wanted to get out of the room. No, I didn't. I want to get the treasure. Sorry, Karina's trying to get the treasure in Twilight Princess. Yes. Because, I mean, somebody had to fucking carry a TV and a GameCube and a portable generator up the goddamn mountain with them. Yeah, well, I, I'm tr I needed to actually complete this playthrough. It's only taken me like six months. Oh no, I lost my notes. Oh no. Oh, well, that's okay. The notes weren't complicated. We're just here to talk about the nerd shit of the week. That is to say, the nerd shit we did this week. We're not bringing you news. I mean, I don't even know what the nerd news is this week. There's going to be a Nightwing movie, apparently. Yeah, apparently. By the... I guess Lego Batman came out, and maybe there was one scene that vaguely referenced Nightwing, and now they're like, hey, make a Nightwing movie. As I've read online, I look forward to them working on it for like two months, and then them resigning because of creative differences. But hey, if they make a fun movie... If Warner Brothers make a fun superhero movie, that'll be something. No, you're taking the wrong angle on that jump career. Well, gee. Anyway, you want to talk about the OA? Yes. The OA? Alright, so, this was not worth it. Yeah, most of this treasure you're after is probably going to be rupees. That you can't fit in your wallet anyway. Wow. Well, yeah, we watched Netflix original series, The OA. Yeah? It's, uh, it's a kind of... Well, I mean, like, first and foremost, I guess you kind of have to admit that it's weird. Like, it is kind of weird. Um, the premise. Like, the basic premise, I think that on actual Netflix, it describes it as, like, a girl, uh, appears back in her hometown after seven years with, like, a mysterious story to tell. Is That's kind of like the, the, like, the little blurb on it, isn't it? Yeah, I think it says she returns after seven years to, and starts assembling a team or something. Yeah. It's also one of those where I was quite into it because it was kind of like weird mystical shit, and I'm quite into weird mystical shit. Yeah. I wasn't into it for most of the first episode. Oh, God, yeah. It's because the first episode mostly revolves around that really, really shitty blonde kid, and he is straight up awful. The kind of the higher concept stuff doesn't come in until the last ten minutes of the first episode, but when it gets there, it's like, ooh, now this is the stuff I'm here for. Yeah. it The show does the kind of lost thing of there's a high concept plot going on, but then each episode you're also learning a bit about these characters. And yeah, the first episode is mostly on this one character who, who sucks. Sucks? I think it's fair to say he sucks. Yeah, I like I genuinely dislike him. I guess he got better as, that, as the series went. I, I mean, mean, I guess, but the thing is, is that he's still a fuckhead who actually punched a guy in the throat. Yeah, he's like, still, he still did the bad things. It's kind of terrible. Like, he's genuinely a terrible person. I like the hook, and I like the actors. I yeah, mean, like, all the other actors, honestly, were great. Like, there's a trans kid? Yeah, that trans kid's the one kid who didn't really get... We didn't learn anything about that kid. Yeah. yeah. Except... He? He? Was it he? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm fairly certain that Buck 
because that's right. Yeah. It is a he because for some reason I he, eat Ruby. Oh, yeah. the, the cord's getting stuck to my foot. Yeah, for some reason that trans kid has chosen the name Buck. I mean, you know, whatever floats your boat. I guess. I, I, I guess it's a pretty strange boat. I don't know why you would choose to call yourself Buck unless you I mean, really this... want people to know that you're here to fuck. <sighs> okay, well think of it this way. There are also how old was he? High school, so like 14 to 16, I guess? I mean, Buck is legitimately not the worst name that uh, that he could have picked, to be honest. Maybe he was trying to like... Can I actually make his jumper is this pointless? I think that cloud's gonna stop you. Is that where I'm supposed to go then? Uh, well, you have stopped playing Zelda for like four months, so I don't remember what you were doing. Yeah. Ask Midna what to do. Oh uh, yeah, maybe the kid was picking a super... Oh, slash it with your sword! Oh, okay. You got the sword power to cut through the darkness. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe the kid was picking, like, a super butch name? I mean, my point was kind of more that, um, I certainly know plenty of 15-year-olds that definitely would have picked worse names. I as guess. in, like, you know, as a 15-year-old, it is not probably, uh, ridiculous to say that, like, a kid might have picked, like, a dumb name like Edge or, like, Dragon Lord nine six seven. That's like a username, but still, you know what I mean. Like fifteen year olds can pick some pretty awful names. So Buck was not actually the worst thing that this kid could have picked. You'll notice how I'm not saying anything right now. Yeah, because I'm right. No, because of something else. You know what I'm talking about, Karina. Yeah, look, I've always acknowledged the fact that I was a shitty teenager. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm kind of the case in point in this, then. Let's just, we're alluded, we're dancing around a thing where Korea went by a different name in high school. We're not going to go into what that was or why, but, yeah. It's a good show, though. I like the, mis I like the, it's vaguely mystical enough. It's, look, it's TV mystical. It's mystical yeah, like it's not... in the ways that are very cheap to film. Yeah, like, it's definitely one of those kind of, oh, what, that was it? Almost kind of endings? Yeah. Going. Like, I definitely felt like it could have done with, like, one or two more episodes, and even though I get the points of the ending, I still really wish that, um, like, we'd gotten, like, some kind of answer, or at least some kind of, like, visual imagery. Yeah, I kind of knew straight away, it's like, oh, we're really gonna learn nothing. We're gonna learn maybe one thing this season. Yeah, like, I was not surprised in any way, shape, or form when it did happen, but I wish that we'd gotten something more for it either way. You gotta hit those balls, I think. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, that goddamn hand isn't gonna come back, is it? Uh, floor master. <laughs> oh, I guess you... <laughs> worked! I guess you blindly threw that ball Holy in the hole. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I recommend the OA. Yeah, like, it was definitely good. It was... Kind of, the higher concept stuff was definitely really interesting to me as well. Like, the actual, like, the actual, I mean, it's weird to say, like, the actual high concept stuff, because it wasn't necessarily that, like, the high concept stuff was particularly, like, ridiculous, it was more... No, it was kind of ridiculous, Karina. Think about what the high concept stuff eventually ended up entailing. What, it was wasn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna cut, yeah. I'm gonna cut that, because that's a spoiler, but, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I just needed to confirm it. Yeah, but, like, think like, about what it actually was. It I mean, was, we it never... Was about them well, I mean, we never actually got, like, direct confirmation. Like, direct confirmation about any of this shit, though, either, did we? Yeah, I do look forward to it next season. That's a big floating sand head. 
Yes. Uh, this is a Zelda game, so you should probably hit those balls back at it. Oh, or just hit it with your sword, apparently. But you know what else I recommend? That is not high concept at all. <laughs> oh my god, yes. We started watching Riverdale. Everyone was right about Riverdale. That shit's the tits. It is certainly garbage, but it is also certainly absolutely delightful garbage. It is. You're not going to get that treasure? Well, I mean, I will in a second. I want to actually see where this takes me. Over there. It is very delightful. I mean, I knew I was going to love that show as soon as it was that that one of those first shots where they're in the uh the, the diner and it's got that neon pink lighting with the teal walls and it's very 90s neo-noir. Love it. It's fucking it's fucking Archie comics except the plots about a goddamn murder. Yeah, for some reason. Also the plots about Betty and Veronica not being gay. Okay. Yeah, like, okay, this is one of those things where I, like, clearly I should have done some research into this beforehand, but my impression, like, just my impression, watching this, what, like, two episodes? Two episodes. Two episodes, and seeing what we have of the relationship that Betty and Veronica actually have, I can't help but, like, suspect that it's like, okay... Were they totally going to make them gay, and then we're told at, like, the very last second by the network that we can't do this or something? At least one of those actresses has said, like, in interviews, like, yeah, they're not going to be gay in this story. That's not the story we're telling. It, but, what, then what story are you telling? Like, honestly, they're <laughs> very gay. Like, they are gayer than Kevin Keller, the gay character. Yes, like, the kid who's actually, like, a, like... A homosexual? <laughs> well, I didn't want to put it that crassly. But just, oh my god. They like, are gayer than the kid that's going down to the river to have gay sex. With, you know, the closeted jock. Kevin Keller kind of sucks Who? in this show. Kevin, Which? the gay kid. No, yeah. He kind of sucks. He is... He's very stereotypical, he's which is also sassy, a little disappointing. He's a sassy gay best friend. Yeah, like I it said. It doesn't matter that the show, like, pointed it out. They still did it. Again, like, it's... Maybe he gets better. I don't know. Maybe... Very good. If you're looking for some teen drama trash, it's I, it's absolute garbage. I highly recommend watching some motherfucking Riverdale. I forgot the name of it. Riverdale. Riverdale. Yep. Damn, there's a lot of spooky birds here. Yeah, there are. And by here, I mean in the video game, not yes. on top of the mountain we're on. There's yes, some spooky yetis in the distance. <laughs> no, but like, oh god, just Veronica and Betty frustrate me so much. Also just because of what you've already told me about, like, you know, like, oh, no, there's, like, not going to be any gay characters and not not gay characters, but, like, gay stuff oh, between like, them. they're not going to be gay. And it's just like, are you shitting me? Are we watching the same show? Like, they're, I can't even believe how incredibly like against, like, to not read them as gay, I don't even know how in denial you would have to be of gay people existing. You, you should probably look that. Yeah, look out, it's a thing. Good, good dodge. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's one of those things where, like, it's almost even the kind of relationship that I would expect from, like, an actual, like, you know, TV drama about lesbians. Yeah. I mean, they're gayer than... I mean, I've definitely straight up watched, you know, like, not things that are, like, niche or anything, but I have, for example, watched, um, 
What is it? It's, it's, a, it's like my life as a teenager, or I thought I was a teenager, or something like that. Like, you know the one? Nope. You've heard of the movie? Nope. Okay. I don't 100% remember how it goes. Or I'm just anything. a teenage dirtbag, baby? No, it's it's about a girl who goes to, like, an. I think it might actually be, like, an anti gay camp. Oh, get me. I'm a cheerleader. Get me out of here? Maybe? Help, I'm a cheerleader? Help, I'm a. Yeah, something with the word She gets sent to the gay camp. Yes, and Rufio I, is I, in it. Yes, that I was gonna say somebody's the camp counselor. It's fucking no, he's not the counselor. Fucking, he's just in it. He's just one of the kids. Oh, he's like he at the, this gate. I thought he was one of the counselors. Dante Basco. No, yeah, Dante Basco. That's the one. No, I haven't seen it, but I want to. I've seen that. Ironically, with a gay person who just really wanted me to watch this movie. It did look very enjoyable in the trailer. So it was kind of along the same lines, actually, which is probably why I'm thinking of it so much. Which is like. Like, the, the the cheerleader one wasn't delightful garbage in the sense of it is a drama that revolves well, around a murder. It's a it's, comedy, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it kind of is. But it's kind of delightful garbage in the sense of... Is 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 it satire, what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Like, can, can satire be comedy instead of... Satire is comedy. I'm so used to satire just constantly being, like, you know, fucking post-apocalyptic shit, so I've kind of almost lost my grasp of what satire technically is. Well, I mean... Well, I guess satire can be non-comedy, but it's frequently comedy. Well, yes, I'm so used to satire being shit like like political satire, for example. No, no, no. Okay, but my point is is that now get me out of here. I'm a cheerleader. Help! I'm a cheerleader. It's something like that. Something I like wish that. I remembered the actual title of it. It was kind of almost in the same like comedy group as Riverdale. I don't know that. I wouldn't Not- say Riverdale is a comedy no it's okay maybe not comedy isn't the right word to use then but that same kind of like ridiculous old tropes that are used and like like the kind of like the you know there's like very definitely like you know distinct types of yeah but i feel like riverdale's not using those tropes for comedy it's just using those tropes you gotta do spin dash tech Power up now. Power up while they're healing. There you go. Okay, fine. Let's edit that out. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. Well. Look, this is recording this so I don't have to do editing. Okay, but... Okay, I'm just really struggling. You should edit out most of this because it's just me rambling, trying to actually think about what this word is that I'm looking for, apparently. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're looking for. Like, they, it didn't look the same as... um. Riverdale at all to me. It's not the look of it. It's beyond, like the it characterization. Has, beyond it has teens. I don't. Okay, I'm not sure what you're supposed to be doing. Well, you clearly got to jump on one of them. You just got to figure out which one to jump on. You probably shouldn't spin the camera around crazily, so you don't know what way you're looking every time. I know what I'm doing. I know which ones I've jumped on. Just having difficulty with a puzzle, listeners. Fight me. If you know the solution to this puzzle. Email us at nights at podcast. At asknightsatpodcast at gmail dot com, Karina. You get that branding correct. Well. Yeah, some for some reason I think somebody already had nights at podcast at gmail. I think. I don't remember. Really? Yeah. Maybe they didn't. I don't remember. Uh, hookshot. Can't reach it apparently. Did you do anything else cultural this week, Karina? Cultural. Pop cultural. Not really. I read most of 1984. That's like actual cultural. Actual. Like a literary culture. It's alright. It's a decent book. 
Uh, it kind of sucks how it turns into a fucking textbook partway through for a couple chapters. It also sucks that there's that stupid appendix at the back. Given that everything in the appendix you learn in the story. Like, I stopped to read that goddamn appendix about how the language works, and then an another character explained it in story anyway. So I was like, why did I need to read this damn appendix? Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you can tell me then, because 1984 apparently got popular because of, uh, recent political events? Because of alt news. 1984 is, you know, it's the Big Brother shit. It's about a dystopia, and a big part of it is the whole... They control people by constantly lying, and they're able to constantly lie so effectively because they're all constantly altering records of the past to match their new lies. Well, like the new cat, the ca main character works at the Ministry of <laughs> Truth. You need to do a roll jump. How? You roll and then jump. Like he works at the Ministry of Truth, and his job is they send him newspaper articles, and then he edits them to confirm whatever the party just said. Does it take place in 1984? Or yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe nobody's actually sure what year it is because the records keep getting changed constantly. Oh. Oh, okay. I s uh, okay, that makes sense topically as well. I can see why that book suddenly became so popular. I mean, it was always popular, but I think it flares up whenever there's any kind of dictatorship on the go. It's always encouraging, isn't it? Oh, well, that's what the book's there for. Unless there's, like, a hookshot point you can jump to. Look around for a hookshot point. <sighs> no, you didn't do it. Let me see that. No. Yeah. I also finished playing Super Mario Sunshine this, um, earlier this week. Yeah, it was okay. It's no Mario 64, I'll say that. I've... The whole... I don't think I've ever played a Mario game, to be honest. Yeah, it's weird, because it's got that whole... Did you see me playing it? I mean, I saw you playing it for, like, maybe two minutes at a time. Like, the gimmick is, I guess Mario's got that weird... Way, that one. That weird water jetpack thing. Like, he has... Yeah. His, he sprays water at paint and shit. And he right. can turn it into a jetpack and hover. I think it's fine. I don't really care for those mechanics. And it's weird because you've got most of the controls of a real Mario game, but not quite all of them. So, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it didn't suck. You didn't want to move. You can't. So you can't hit those lasers back. No. So where are my arrows? Ah, oh, you got a million arrows. Again, you'll just get hit. Yeah. Yeah, Super Mario Sunshine, it was okay. I paid ten bucks for it from cash converters, so... Adequate deal, I'm gonna say. Um, the only thing I've done terribly recently is... Let's move. Uh, I replayed Dragon Age 2. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Was going somewhere. Yeah, I mean, that is the best Dragon Age. I mean, literally the only playthrough that I have left, even though I've played it multiple times already. I just haven't played all three classes is the one where I need to play a warrior. Because well, I've literally never bothered to play a warrior before. Unless you want to count all the romances as different options. Who haven't I romanced? I haven't romanced Aveline, and I haven't romanced Meryl. And to be perfectly honest, it's because I find Meryl boring? She's fine. I romanced her first. You need to drop on that before that thing hits you, because otherwise you're just going to fall. The thing pushed me out of the way. Meryl's fine. I mean, she's just... She's the Bioware naive waif. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're... Like, you know, Meryl's got plenty of story. Like, she's she's got a good character. She's got a good story. She's got a nice background. It's just that I, as me, and as a person who she's is not. playing the game, 
am not interested in romancing her. She's no sexy pirate not wearing any pants, I'll say that. I mean, I would romance Aveline, except that, like, the mission where you set her up with Donic is so delightfully painful and awkward. I decide. I decide. No. No one. I'm seeing how this platform goes. Over there. And then it doesn't go close enough. Eh, I was going somewhere. Um... Oh, wait for that thing to move. Do we see the movie recently? I feel, like, I feel like we did watch a movie recently. I've seen Moana a few times. Oh, yeah, you went, you went saw Moana a lot. I've seen Moana three times. That's a lot. Really? I saw it once. It was good, but I mean, I wasn't around the second or third time you saw it. No. Also, I, I don't know if I can really afford to drop ten bucks on a movie I already saw. Especially that one time you went to the fancy $50 cinema. Okay, it was not $50, it was 15 That's a lot of dollars. Yeah, that's $5 more than you usually spend. At, like, the expensive days. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can definitely recommend Moana. I mean, for God's sake, I've seen it three times. I mean, it's probably gone from the cinemas by now. Like, you probably saw it. It's fantastic, and honestly, since, like... My adult life, it has probably also been one of the few, uh, few, Good like, things. animated things that's, like, actually brought me to tears, not just because of, like, what was happening context-wise, but just because of the visuals and the music. I cried pretty hard in Braid. Brave. Brave. I cried in Brave because it's a story about, like, a relationship with your mother. Also, saying you cried pretty hard and brave is like saying, like, oh, you cried pretty hard at, like, literally every single, like, Disney or Pixar movie you've ever seen. Look, you just told me you have not been crying at animated films recently. No! I specified because of music and because of visuals. Because when it comes to story, I will cry like a little bitch. Okay, so you weren't crying because of the thing, the plot, you were just crying because of the music. Yes, I was crying because, like, the actual visuals and the music of the movie actually did manage to move me. There's to nothing tears. in these pots. What a rip! I know, right? <laughs> but like, that has not happened to me in a very long time. Hey, motherfucker! Oh, really? <laughs> this gas that turns you back into a wolf is bullshit. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm an adult woman, and even though I still cry at Disney movies, I haven't cried. Purely because of, like, the look of a movie in a very long time. And that managed to, which was surprising, like, for me in particular. It's a very good movie, though. It is. It's fantastic. You're way too close to it. Uh, gas is bullshit. You're way too close to it. It's hard to tell where it's going to get you or not. You have to, like, not be anywhere near it, is the thing. Uh, that Lin Manuel, he's alright. Yeah? He's going to go places, that kid. Um, yes? <laughs> oh, wait, I've already got the key, don't I? I don't know if you have the big key. You clearly don't have it, otherwise it would just open, wouldn't it? I'd have to use it, use it, but like... Fuck, where did you... Did you not pick up the big key? I don't know where it is, I was just kind of going through the dungeon. There's like a room or two I haven't gone into, apparently. One floor down, looks like. No, you've been in them. Those don't have a floor, those are like vertical rooms. Now you gotta go back and check all these goddamn treasure chests for the big key. Usually the big key is pretty fucking straightforward. Yeah, I don't know how you missed it. Me either. Google it. On my phone. Google it with my phone. Fine. Oh, well, I'll Google it. You run around. Alright. 
exciting walkthrough consulting action, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you read all the saga. Yes, I did. That's saga a, was very culture. good. Yeah. I like that Saga kind of has, like, the look and, like, the world of, well, I mean, for example, um, like, it was something what that- What dungeon are you in? Oh, the Twilight Realm? The look and something. Yeah, the look and the feel of, like, like a Dungeons and Dragons world. Like, there's some stupid shit- but it doesn't kind of, like, beat you over the head with, like, realism or anything like that. Like, there is, like, a legitimate, like, sex planet where, like, there are people who are just a head and legs. And it's, like, you don't question it. And, like, that's just kind of, like, the look of the thing. And, like, you know, the two species that are fighting, you know, there's just, like, a humanoid species with wings and a humanoid species with horns. Okay, I guess I'm gonna real quick, if you don't know what Saga is, it's a comic about... It's a science fiction comic about two planets that are at war, and two soldiers from opposite sides of the war fall in love, have a baby, and now pretty much everyone in the galaxy wants to kill them. And it is one of the most imaginative sci-fi settings I've ever seen. Oh my god, I love Alana. That's how you pronounce her name, right? Just Alana? I don't know the name. chick name. Yeah, Alana and Marco? Marco, yes. I also like Marco, but I, I love Alana. Like, she's perfect. Like, she's not perfect, but she's perfect in the sense of, like, she's everything I want in a female character. But, no, when I say, like, it's sci-fi, I mean, one of the races is magic. Yeah, like, one of the races is magic, one of the races just One of the races is wings? people with TVs for heads, there's dragons in it. Oh, yeah. There's ghosts. It's awesome. Like, there's dragons, there's ghosts. Like, it's a huge, like, conglomerate of mishmash of, like, a whole bunch of different fantasy genres. And it's beautiful. There's nothing I can glide with in this game, is there? Nope. Ugh, I need to glide. We're not going to be able to reach anything. I just need to get to the bottom quickly. Oh, this is taking... Wow, look at the physics on Link's hat right now. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to mention that. No, it's 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 definitely one of the best comics out right now. Oh, def for sure. I'll definitely. tell you, that Brian K. Vaughan, he's going places. Also, it's absolutely an adult comic. In the sense that, like, they very liberally talk about sex. But I find it very enjoyable because, uh... Oh, there's clearly gonna be, like, a pathway behind this or something. No, or not. Just a bunch of fucking birds. Um, but I find it very enjoyable because even though, like, it's clearly, like, adult subjects, like, they're talking about sex and drugs and stuff like that, it's done in such a blasé way. Well, it's done in an actual adult way. Yeah, like... It's not like, ooh, like, you know, it's like, oh, sex, like, so serious. It's like, no, it's just like, yeah, sex, banging in the moment. Oh, my God. Like, uh, what 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 does she actually do when she refers to herself? Just, just, Alana says, like, you know, don't listen to sexy Alana or something like that. And, like, she's the one who's, like, you know, obsessed with her nipples and, like, blah, blah, blah. But I love just the blasé, casual way that, like, almost every character in the comic approaches sex. It's just refreshing. Yeah. yeah. If you've ever read Why the Last Man, Runaways... Why the Last Man is definitely one that I, I would personally recommend as well. It's all the same guy. He's yeah. very good. And Fiona Staples is... Is that the artist? Yeah, she's amazing she's... on the art. I love the artwork. It is so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the colorist is, but like the colors are great. Her line work's great. Like, it, there's a reason. The it's... colors are absolutely fantastic. There's a reason honest. it's won so many goddamn Eisners. <laughs> wow. Well, yes, definitely. 
like the colors are definitely fantastic. And look, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, because I do not actually 100% know this. Neither of the main characters are white. No, well, Marco's definitely meant to be Asian. Yeah, I, def I definitely read not white in his face. Alana, she's Hispanic-y, I guess? Yeah, I would get- Alana- Unless she's black. First glance, I would say Puerto Rican. If you told me that she was meant to be, like, any other kind of thing, or, like, mixed heritage or something like that, I would absolutely believe it. Look, I forgot that Rosario Dawson was Hispanic, so, I mean, I'm not great on this. Oh, I think it's just taking you right back up to the top, honestly. Yeah, because I, yeah. I was like, oh, that Lego Batman movie has a black Batgirl. No, it's got a Hispanic Batgirl. Incidentally, that movie has not fucking come out here yet in this country. End of March, we have to wait. Fucking school holiday bullshit. I hate school children. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to admit that to the world. I fucking hate school children. They literally make my life more miserable every single time they come into, like, my life. Yes. So that was what I... I shotgunned that in, like, two days, didn't I? Yeah, I told you you were gonna regret it. I don't regret a single moment of it. Well, now you got no more to read until... Well, until one of us has 30 bucks to go buy a new comic, quite frankly. Well, when does it actually come out? Oh, it's probably out already. Volume Seven's probably out. Oh, okay. I just, you know, I don't got the money for it. I don't got the money for any comics that aren't, like... Is there a reason why these enemies keep respawning? I ain't got the money for any comics that aren't $5 in a sale on Comixology. Oh, okay, that was odd. That didn't happen last time I was in this room. Well, I have the key now, so... Okay. You don't need to scoop in. Oh, shit! I have a fairy already. I have a fairy, and I have two helpings of soup, and I have pink potion. It's fine. Fairy's tears. Superb soup. Well, go fight this boss. Okay. You can comment on me very awfully fighting this boss. I started reading... I read... I started reading the first two Jessica Jones stories. Oh, yeah, but, like, I yeah. know what your main complaint about that is. The weird art. Yeah. The weird art where everybody looks super ugly. And when yeah. I say ugly, I don't mean they don't look like, you know, fucking supermodels like a normal comic. I mean, everybody just has weird, lumpy, squashed faces. Mm. Even the dudes, even Steve Rogers, fucking Captain America, looks like a weird, lumpy, middle-aged guy. It's, ugh. There's also a fuckload of copy-pasted art. I had to check to see if it was the same artist as Powers, another kind of crime comic by the same writer as Jessica Jones. But no, it's just that writer. The guy who writes Jessica Jones, he does this thing, I think, where he sometimes forgets he's writing a comic book and thinks he's writing TV oh, because well. he has so much goddamn dialogue. And it's just two people sitting in a room having a conversation for like two pages and the art is so much copy-pasted panels. Yeah, like I, I can't speak for comics, like specifically, but I can speak for recognizing... And like this is this, this the is the medium you're working in. Well, yes, but like in in the case that I'm going to give, which is screen versus stage, it's not as bad or as glaringly obvious. It's just something that I will sometimes recognize. Wherein, if a person who usually performs on screen goes to work on stage, sometimes they kind of don't have a good concept of, for example, unless it's supposed to be symbolic, you never turn your back to the audience. Like, you always, like, speak to someone, like, from the side, for example. Like, your front is always supposed to be towards the audience. So that's just kind of, like, one little thing, for example. Like, I recognize that this person isn't, like, completely... And, and not not on any fault of theirs. Like, this is just something that, like, you know, their stage director probably should have mentioned. Like, they're taking, like, the experience of their medium into a different one. 
So I kind of imagine that it's kind of to, the same thing. To my knowledge, Bendis is primarily a comics guy, though. He should know better. He should? Oh, it's okay. like, oh, you know, you read Starman recently. You know what it's like when you turn that page and you just see all those goddamn balloon, word balloons, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I mean, there were certainly plenty of pages where it was the Shades Journal, and I literally could not read that cursive, and I honestly well, just kind of skipped them and, like, you know, absorbed oh, the... Oh, was good. I absorbed the vague, you know, you missed, points of it through the art. You missed out on all his backstory about his blood feud with the Ludlows or whatever that Oh, was. trust me, I, I suffered through the Ludlow story just fine. Yeah, that's cursive. I'm going to be honest, the first time I read that one issue of Sandman in the French Revolution, I... Had to skip the caption boxes because I could not read that person's form. Oh wait, no. Bendis does this. He, he he writes conversations like he's trying to write naturalistic dialogue, which it just fucking triples the length of all the dialogue, and you don't really need. I mean, I always point. I always do this. I saw it pointed out online. I can't remember by who. Might have been by writer Chris Sims. But Bendis, if you've never read a Brian Michael Bendis comic, the way he writes dialogue is. Did you hear about the thing? The thing? Yeah, the thing. There's a thing? Yeah, you didn't hear about the thing? No, I didn't hear about the thing. Oh, the thing. Like that. This was that thing that you were trying to do with Lonnie the other day, wasn't it? Yes! I was trying to get her to do it, she was so close and not doing the right wording. You were so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get Alan or you to do it too, and none of you were doing it. We were well, like, I, would, I was clearly not going to know what you meant, because no, you were but, trying to do but it But I me. was saying, do you know about Bendis' thing? And what you had to say back to me was... What thing? And uh, so you were saying was no. <laughs> because I didn't know. I needed you to say what thing. Well, I'm sorry that me admitting that I didn't know something ruined your fun. Yeah, I wanted you to ask what the thing. Yeah, whatever. Hey, look, it's the sphere. From... You haven't watched that movie with me. Never mind. I am aware of the sphere. Uh, it's the I've sphere. Wa I've oh my god, it is the sphere! Holy shit! I've seen specials about CG. Animation in video in movies. Is this supposed to be Ganon? Maybe, probably. Oh, I think it's flashback. I think he's putting his power in this dude. Yeah, this is his backstory. Anyway, it's quarter nine. Uh, this has been long enough. Okay. We just want to. I just. I just want to put up an episode that's not two and a half fucking hours long. Yeah. So we rambled about you know Riverdale and the OA and some comics a bit. I am going to believe that Veronica and Betty are insanely gay. So gay. And I refuse to, like, acknowledge otherwise until it is, like, irrefutably put in front of me. Anyway, let's, um, jump on these convenient snowboard-shaped shields and slide oh, down this mountain. fuck me! This is gonna be a goddamn racing level, isn't it? No, it's just a don't crash level. Yeah, I'm gonna do just as badly in that. Oh, well. Well, I hope you're prepared to play this level at least ten times. By play this level, do you mean do this thing in real life? Yes. Yes. Oh, shit, I don't remember which thing I used in this level. Karina, it's a Zelda game and he's shooting lasers at you. What do you think you do? That, that's okay. It's not working. Use your sword! That doesn't work. Does not work! Yeah, fucking shoot him with an arrow then. Oh, wait, no, you throw the boomerang at him. I see what's happening. You're doing a boss rush. Right? This is the forest temple. No, you need to select the boomerang. I don't remember how to switch my shit. Press the items button. The items button. Where it says items on the screen. See where it says, uh, yeah. Okay. You, listeners, you, you don't need to hear Karina do very badly at this. Look, that, there, there, you went past it twice. Boomerang. Four o'clock. Oh. There. You don't need to hear all this, listeners. We're, we're gonna go. 
Uh, what was the shit we normally say? Oh yeah, fine. We're on the website, nightsofpodcast.com. Send us email, ask nightsofpodcast.com. Fucking like, rate, subscribe, whatever that sh- all that shit is. Bye bye. Ha! Suck a dick, Zant.